Good morning! The ballots have been cast and Jennifer Wexton is going to Congress, which only leaves a few weeks to figure out who's going to take her seat in the state Senate. For Thursday, November 8th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Hey, remember this phrase, rubber duckies. If, at the end of the day, you don't remember a single ad you saw today, but you still remember the phrase, rubber duckies, well, that's the power of advertising on the Morning Minute. No distractions, no competitors, just your message. Drop us a line at sales at loudonnow.com or visit us at loudonnow.com slash advertise. And remember, rubber duckies. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. If you haven't heard the news, State Senator Jennifer Wexton has got a new job in the House of Representatives. But that leaves a question of who's going to take her seat in the state Senate. And Democrats are crowding for a chance at it. Already three Democrats have announced they will run. Delegate Jennifer Boisco, community activist Charlotte McConnell, and consultant and newspaper editor Sharafat Hussein. Of those, only Boisco has held a public elected office before, serving in the Virginia House of Delegates since 2016. She has the endorsement of the congresswoman-elect she seeks to replace. She also enters the race with the establishment endorsement generally, including from Governor Ralph Northam, Attorney General Mark Herring, all six members of the House of Delegates whose districts overlap the 33rd Senate District, and local officials including Loudoun County Supervisor Kristen Umstadt and Town of Leesburg Mayor Kelly Burke. But all three were very active in the Wexton campaign, and all three are familiar faces in the Democratic Party. McConnell is a former Sterling District Chairwoman of the Loudoun County Democratic Committee. She is also active with the nonprofit Stomp Out the Silence, which works to end child sex abuse, Equality Loudoun, the Loudoun chapter of the NAACP, the League of Women Voters, Moms Demand Action, and the Planned Parenthood Ambassador Program, and was awarded the Friend of Education Award from the Loudoun Education Association for her work to bring attention to LGBTQ issues in Loudoun County Public Schools. And she said she offers a progressive alternative to Boisco in a strongly Democratic district. She said Wexton did some awesome things, which she wants to continue, but the district is ready to elect someone more progressive. And Hussein has described himself as the only candidate who can win. He is a former Loudoun County Democratic Committee fundraising chairman, a member of the Loudoun Democrats Executive Committee, and vice chairman of the Leesburg District Democrats. He's a former business development consultant and the chairman and publisher of Weekly Bangladeshi, a weekly paper published in New York and London with articles in English and Bengali. He portrayed himself as Wexton's successor and said he wants to continue her work. This will be a race at a breakneck pace. A firehouse primary, which is a primary run by the party rather than by the state, is expected Saturday, November 17th, a little more than a week from now. Special elections to fill an empty seat like this are typically held in January. So far, no Republicans have announced they will run in the special election. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, a fifth person has entered the race for a seat on the school board. Mark Miller, realtor and co-founder of the Smashing Walnuts Foundation, said he plans to file to represent the Catoctin District on the board this week. The seat's been vacant since October 26th, when Eric DeKennep resigned with 14 months left in his first term.
Miller has served on the Loudoun County Library Board of Trustees since 2011 and as its chairman since 2013. He's been on the county's Fiscal Impact Committee since 2016 and on the Library of Virginia Board of Trustees since July 2017. And in 2013, Miller, his wife Ellen, and their daughter Gabriella founded the Smashing Walnuts Foundation, which raises funds for childhood cancer research. In October of that year, 10-year-old Gabriella died of a rare brain cancer. His announcement makes five people who said they will apply for the seat. The others are Hunt District PTA President Jenna Alexander, founder of Loudoun County Parents of Gifted Students Chris Kroll, Luckett's Elementary School PTA President Amy Tribier, and former school board member Bob Oneiser. The school board is scheduled to appoint someone Tuesday, December 4th. Later, there will be a special election to finish out DeKennep's term. The town of Lovettsville has been working on updating its road system for the last few years, but they're now realizing it's going to cost a little more than expected. Last week, the town council voted to move ahead with getting funding for the $2.6 million second phase of improving Broadway after town staff realized it's going to cost up to a quarter million dollars more than they expected. Town engineer Karen Fellers said the increase comes mainly from an overall spike in project costs, namely that projects are getting contractor bids much higher than what they were estimating. This is also a problem the county government is facing. The council has already won some funding from VDOT and the county, but Fellers said the project is still short, about $1.1 million. To make up for that, the town will ask for more funding from the county and state. The council also decided to put off a town-wide transportation study. They would have had to transfer some money from work on South Church Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. Councilman Mike Dunlap argued he'd rather have pavement before more paper. And the town of Round Hill is looking at putting together some regulations on renting out on sites like Airbnb. Specifically, they're looking at allowing it. Town Administrator Melissa Hines for the past six months has been briefing the town council in preparation for a vote that, if it passes, would amend the town's zoning ordinances to allow residents to either put their guests up for free or make money from renting out their properties. Hines said it would benefit residents who need on-site caregivers or who just want to make some extra cash. It would allow residents to rent out their homes by one of three ways, as a bed and breakfast, as an accessory homestay, or as an accessory apartment, depending in part on how many guests they can accommodate at one time. Sort of like the existing county ordinance, it would require residents to register their rentals with the town. Hines said if the town council decides not to approve the zoning amendment, the staff would need to identify the residents who are currently renting out their properties without the town's permission on websites like Airbnb, VRBO, and Realtor.com and ask them to stop. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Delirium Cafe is hosting the Happy Hustle Happy Hour tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. Ticket sales and a portion of proceeds go to benefit homelessness nonprofit One Sparrow DC. And the Rust Library is hosting educators from the Newsam, that's the news, the Newsam as in news, for Fake News Unraveled to show you how to tackle buzzwords, bots, and bad actors on social media and give you practical tools to identify flawed and fake news. Oh man, they're on to me now. It starts at 7 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, next time you see someone peddling fake news, block them and delete them and shame them publicly because they're harming our democracy. It won't really help the podcast directly, but it will help our country. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.